Hello, I'm Jason Ball, and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends with my friends, Jackie Vanessa. Jackie? Hi, I'm Jackie Rodriguez. I'm the Fantastical Friends fan. I have to think of other ways to say ultimate, so Fantastical Friends fan. <laughs> and Vanessa? I'm Vanessa, and I'm the Friends newbie, but not really anymore because I'm in season three. Yeah. So I'm like a new without the B. There you go. All right. So we're on our 53rd episode, the one with Frank Jr. Season three, episode five, premiered October 17th, 1996 to 23.3 million viewers. Jackie? Yes. So in this episode, Joey is building an entertainment center and wears very tightly by jeans. Joey, Joey, Joey. <laughs> Phoebe's half brother, Frank Jr., comes and visits the city. And the couples, Ross and Rachel, um, have their freebie lists, the celebrities they can sleep with, and everybody else chimes into it with their list. But Ross in particular is really all about this list. I thought this episode should have been named something like that. The one with the list. It's there had the list. This could be yeah. the list or the freebies or whatever. Or hall hall passes, pass. whatever yeah, hall. yeah. The one with the hall passes. Because I thought that was pretty funny. So Do people still do that? I mean, we used to do that in the 90s, I guess. But do people still have these conversations? I don't, I never had the conversation with any of my friends or like former boyfriends. I just. Vanessa, you and Caesar don't have their. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> um, no, no, not really. I mean, I remember, I think a very long time ago, he thought Selena Gomez was cute. Yeah. So every now and then I'm like, when I, we see her or something, I'm like, oh, there's Selena. <laughs> but. There's your girlfriend. Yeah. But no, nothing. Yeah. Huh. Nothing like that. Yeah, and they got to be like unattainable ones too. So mine, for example, I have two: Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio. So like, <laughs> will I ever meet them? No. But do I have? Did I have a poster of Leo in Romeo and Juliet and Titanic on my wall? Yes. <laughs> so it's like, and oh, and Brad Pitt, Legends of the Fall, because my sisters love that movie, and so I had posters of them on my wall when I was a kid. And those are my hall passes, but it's silly because it's like, I will never have that. You know, I've seen Brad Pitt in person where I just kind of stared and I was just like, he's right in front of me. It was like a weird moment when he was on the red carpet for Beyond the Sea or The Sea, the one he did with Angela Jolie before they broke up. And he was just so cool and so vibe, but like it was at a red carpet setting. So there'd be no other time. How, how did he look? amazing like he he looks he looks like a well-aged man like and just his vibe was just like so he was just talking to the press like he was just cool and it just that's that's i think what is charming about him is just is just like chill you know i've never seen to, him i've seen leo a couple of times you have Ooh. Yeah. where in in a media setting um, or yeah like an event like a, uh, a charity event oh nice does he did he like? How did he walk? Did he have that kind of vibe? Do you think he was cool? He yeah. was cool. He, he has a big head, but I feel like they all have big heads. <laughs> yeah, I was so close to meeting Leo for a junket that I did uh, for Django Unchained, but he oh, didn't no. end up showing up. Oh, or he no. didn't show up. I wouldn't know what to do. I'd just be like, uh, <laughs> like I did with Brad Pitt. I just stared at him. Just stood there, and it was funny because Doug, I was producing with Doug in the evening entertainment, and Doug interviewed him real quick. You know. And then they're like, okay, we're done. We're, we're going to go back to the truck. And I'm like, I'm just going to stand here. It just like, <laughs> do you stare? Because I was just like, he was going through every, the rest of the, the 
he was going through the rest of the media. So I just kind of stood, stood there and I'm like, okay, I'll never be able to see this again. So I'm going to, I'm going to stay. <laughs> that's what our, that's one of the perks of our jobs. Yeah, I know. yeah. But it's so funny because like people always like ask me like, Oh, who's like, the celebrity you like mm-hmm. most or you see mm-hmm. him like and you kind of just go like googly eyed over mm-hmm. and like thankfully I've been ever able to do red carpets and stuff like that but when I see people I think it's just because it's work mode yes. that I'm not so like oh like I don't yeah. like yeah no, I, eyed over totally them. I don't have time cool. but I kept it totally cool with Brad I just sat there and just like was looking at him but I wasn't like ah like freaking out you know like, well, course, you, like yeah no because again <laughs> i'm representing ktla as a producer so same thing with you know david schwimmer i only freaked out when i was like done with the interview it's like you kind of do get into the zone you know of just yeah. like getting your work done you know so. i think when you do see somebody though like i remember seeing justin timberlake and oh, i kind of did a like yeah. a double take yeah. and i was like okay <laughs> he's yeah, gone no, it makes your heart jump but you have to keep it inside until like afterwards and you're just like ah. i <laughs> saw him actually like just out and about when then like he looks terrible oh <laughs> he's so little and he was really skinny i don't know if he was, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He had, like three bodyguards with him too yeah i actually feel bad for him Oh, it's like a weird life you must you must lead. Yeah, but I don't know about you, but when people like people ask me like who you know who have you met? What celebrities have you interviewed or have you met? And, and there were night. I'm like I can never remember. Same, same, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I'm always like, well, you have to tell me what shows you like, right? Because if, if someone I brings think... someone up, I'm like, oh yeah, I submit that oh, person. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, whatever. Exactly. exactly. Yes. Because... And then and then the same thing. It's like I don't. Like I've said, I don't like get like googly crazy eyed. So when they're like, "Oh, like how was he? Like was he cool?" I'm like, "Well, it was worked." Like, yeah, you know, yeah, they were nice. I remember Channing Tatum was really nice, and he was like, "I've never met you before. What's your name?" And he yeah. like shook my hand and everything, which I thought was really nice, and that yeah. was memorable. Exactly, it's the way that they make you feel. You exactly, know? it's and not that's like, what you remember. Is, is is when otherwise it's just like an impasse of just like going and saying hi and da da da. And stuff, but when they actually look at you, I always remember Tim Gunn always like be like, "Well, hello, Jacqueline," and like, yeah, like he made me feel like I was his pal, you know. So I think that's what we remember. But as far as everybody else, you just don't remember because until someone brings it up, yeah, yeah. until like yeah, memorable, yeah. So I always like would have that trouble of like every single time, every time it just always uh huh uh huh it happens. And then I I think like you said it's. It's who remembers you, like, what's more memorable. So I have, like, my memorable times with certain people. But other than that, like, mm-hmm. it's, like, don't remember. Yeah. yeah. It's just work. I mean, it's yeah. fortunate and lucky to have what we have. But. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Exactly. exactly. Uh, all right. Let's go through the lists. Chandler. He had Kim Basinger, Cindy Crawford, Halle Berry, Yasmin Bleef, and Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. I loved that. It was cute. What I love that is Jessica Rabbit's voiced by Kathleen Turner, who later plays his uh, father. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Okay. What do you guys think of Kim Basinger? Is it, well, I know her from 8 Mile. <laughs> I don't really know yeah, much about her. <laughs> she, was she was a sex like, symbol. You know, yeah. She was married to Allie Baldwin, but she was in Nine and a Half Weeks with... Um, Mickey Rourke, and that was like this so totally sexy movie back in the, mm-hmm. in the I guess it was the 90s, early 90s. But yeah. she was, um, 
Vicky Vale in the early Batman, the first Batman. Oh yes, oh, oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, yes, mm-hmm. the early Batmans. I have watched all the Batman. She's movies. beautiful, and she's got that. Uh, you know, I'm a sucker for a Southern accent. She's got the little Georgia accent, so it's, yeah, <laughs> she was big. Now, so, she, now I feel like she plays everyone's mom. Yeah, yeah, she does. <laughs> Still beautiful too, Cindy Crawford and Halle Berry. Cindy Crawford, uh, so beautiful. Oh, I know. And her daughter, daughter. too. Mm-hmm. And, they're just she's beautiful man mm-hmm. yeah. and Halle Berry of course is stunning stunning yeah. still yes yes on to Rachel's list we have Chris O'Donnell John F. Kennedy Jr. Daniel Day-Lewis which I thought was weird Sting and Parker Stevens yeah <laughs> Parker Stevens I don't even know who that is me I'm either I was like yeah, or Stevenson, Stevenson. Yeah, yeah, I don't know who that is. What I like about her list is it's got a couple of current ones, like Chris O'Donnell was, you know, like kind of in his prime. This is probably yeah. around who was who was Batman. John F. Kennedy Jr. was, you know, total like you know sexiest man alive. Mm-hmm. Staying in Daniel Day Lewis got that little European exoticism. Mm-hmm. And she gets a throwback to Parker Stevenson, who was in the Hardy oh. Boys when she was a kid. So she's like had a crush on Parker for like. 25 years or something so that's yeah. hilarious and the boys yeah. don't even know who that is like batman no not peter parker parker Steve yeah oh Steve, yeah, yeah spider man yeah i think he was married to um i think he was parker stevenson was married to kirstie alley i think hmm. Hmm. I mean, kirstie yeah kirstie alley mm-hmm. and this was her pride too with all those like baby talk movies yeah. yes they were married from 1983 to 1997 yeah Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah, so when she said Daniel Day-Lewis, all I could think about was Lincoln. I know! <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I, because really that's the only movie that I guess I've seen yeah. with, I think I've seen another one too, but, but yeah, I, I don't. Mean, great actor. Yeah. Um, yeah. The best mm-hmm. actor is alive, but mm-hmm. I don't know if he'd be on your top five list. So, I think I'd have to like see a photo of him. Yes, one of these, yeah. So Sting, she mentioned Sting, and actually Sting's wife Trudy is guest stars in season eight. So there's a little connection there, but we'll see that later. So a lot of these yeah. guest stars have, or a lot of these people on the list have a connection to this actual show. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, so and none then, of those five are on your list. On my no. list? No. 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 Oh, John F. Kennedy Jr. is so handsome. And then did you guys at the DNC, did you guys watch um, John Schlossberg? Like, uh, it's his grandson, and he looks just like JFK, and I'm JFK Jr. And I'm like, wow, it's like a doppelganger. It's Caroline Kennedy's son. Uh-huh. And so it, I thought that was like, I thought that was strange when I saw him. And then I was like, he looks like JFK Jr. So. <laughs> kind of his first public. Yes. Public appearance too. Yes. Yeah. Good to see if we see more of him. Yeah, we will probably will. Um, and then so Ross. We Wait, have first to- I, I love oh. that <clears throat> how quickly Rachel names her top five. I know. And Ross has to spend days and days, days. on his categorizing. Yes. So on to Ross, um, we have he has two lists. So we'll start with the unlaminated list. The, the original list. The original list. Elizabeth Hurley, Susan Sarandon, Isabella Rossellini. Yes. That's it for the first list. I think yes. that's a very interesting list. Yeah. I've never I heard like of all a little older than him, which I think is interesting. Except maybe not Liz Hurley. Mm-hmm. Susan Sarandon, I think I need to see a photo of her. Yeah, so she actually guest stars in season seven. So we'll see her later. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Isabella Rossellini, I've never heard of her. Yeah. I've heard of her from Blue Velvet, but I've never seen the movie. Yeah. So, well, Elizabeth Hurley, you know, you know yes. her, right? She was mm-hmm. uh, a Estee Lauder model for years. Beautiful. Uh, was, I don't know if she and uh, uh, Hugh Grant were ever married, but they were together for They were like, together for a long uh, time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, she's stunning. She's mm-hmm. absolutely beautiful. And Susan Sarandon, this is the time where Delman Louise had probably just come out. Mm-hmm. But um, in Bull Durham, she plays this very kind of sexy character opposite uh, uh, Kevin Costner. So that's probably where he got this from. And she's yeah, she, she's beautiful and, and a great actress, too. And I, I, I did not know that she had uh, guest starred in season seven, so I can't wait to see yeah. in that. But Isabella Rossellini was in Blue Velvet, which was a Dave, weird David Lynch movie. Uh-huh. And she, her, her mother's Inger Bergman. Mm-hmm. So they, you know, the mm-hmm. famous '40s actress, and her father was a, is a, an Italian director, but uh, she was definitely kind of this sex symbol for. Her. She was in Death Becomes Her too. And you've seen that? Oh yeah, I've, I've heard of it. Never seen it. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> but um, I thought the way they played this at the end, yeah, her is hilarious. Oh, so <laughs> there's some backstory to this. So Isabel Rossellini, we used, um, she used to model for Lancome and then she was dropped in 1996 when this um, season was airing she was dropped because she was too old you know that she says that she's been very open about that so I think you know at the end when they came in when she came in I think that was kind of an ode to like she is still this sex symbol she people still desire her she's not too old look she's still so beautiful and then she it's kind of a jab at like you know the Lancome so that that was good yeah. Um, then his laminated list includes Uma Thurman, Winona Ryder, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Hurley, still, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Dorothy <laughs> Hamill. He took Isabella Rossellini off of the list yes. because she was she lived too far away. She was too international. She was too international, yes. <laughs> Geography. That's like, we'll get ahead of it. My favorite line is uh, uh, from Rachel. Yeah, that's why you're not going to get Isabella Rossellini. Geography. <laughs> Geography. <laughs> and Winona Ryder actually guest stars in season seven. So we'll see her then. I as thought well. this is an interesting list because it's Uma Thurman and Winona Ryder are definitely younger, but he mm-hmm. keeps uh, as Michelle Pfeiffer and Dorothy Hamill the list. And again, Dorothy Hamill's that probably from his childhood, like Parker mm-hmm. Stevenson was for Rachel. Yeah, I just. When he was young. I yeah. As soon as he said Uma Thurman, I just thought of Kill Bill. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's true. I just yes. recently watched Gattaca, which is where she and Ethan Hawkman, and she's quite lovely in it. Yeah, I, I think I have to watch. Movie. I have to watch more of her movies because all I just see is Kill Bill. Because my <laughs> husband's a huge fan of Quentin Tarantino, so Kill Bill is one of his favorite movies as well. So we just Kill Bill Volume One or Kill Bill Volume Two. That I do not know. Um, but I think either one, he's very good. He, my husband pretty much knows all the lines to Quentin Tarantino movies. And oh. if the Wolf of Wall Street, he knows pretty much all those lines too. That's my Quentin Tarantino movie, but he knows those too. He is definitely a movie guy. See, I love Kill Bill part two much more than Kill Bill part one. Yeah. I'll have I to ask him. The second one was just amazing and hilarious and, and awfully violent at the same time. Yeah, I was just like, what is wrong with her? Like, what? It's like, you know, and this was before I knew, you know, 
Quentin Tarantino's kind of like style. And after mm-hmm. I interviewed him, then I like realized why he's so graphic, which is yeah. because he'd rather spend less time on the computer and more si- time on set to do out oh, all those like, like crazy, like blood gory scenes with CGI. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Oh, um, so he does it wow, like old school way. Yeah. That's his way, yeah. I didn't know that. But yeah. Emma Thurman's in Pulp Fiction, which is really first big, big hit. And yeah. she's amazing in that. He loves that movie. My husband loves that movie as well. That's yeah. the first movie I ever saw in the theater more than once. How many times? I think I actually saw it three times in the theater, which Ooh. is unheard of. No, well, for Titanic, I saw it in the movie Titanic. three times. Me too. <laughs> mm, <wow. laughs> I saw Titanic three times. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> Dorothy Hamill. I've never seen anything with her in it, I don't think. Well, she's a figure skater. She she's was an, an Olympic skater. figure skater. Well, yeah. yeah. That's right. They, yeah. I, don't <laughs> I like know of her because I know like Olympic Olympians, but I guess I don't remember her. It, she, that was a long time yeah, ago. That was like the early 70s. Yeah. And she had that yeah, little, uh, they, they called it the Dorothy Hamill haircut. It was the kind of the uh, rolled under. Yeah. yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer, Batman also. I love Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She was that story. Batman. Yeah. Um, Grease Man. too. Grease, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I just know her from Dangerous Minds. Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember that movie. Been spending most of our lives living in a dangerous paradise. Or what is I think that's it. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, let's, uh, that was fun. Let's continue the conversation. We come back about uh, the awkwardness of Phoebe and her brother, Frank Jr. <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. An actor's life means lots of other jobs and hobbies. So I guess uh, one of Joey's is uh, being a carpenter. He's bored. <laughs> he's going to make a mailbox, and somehow that turns into a entertainment unit and Monica's floor. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think he was that. I mean, I didn't know he would be that handy. Mm-hmm. It's never discussed before, but yeah. I just like how he. It's way too big, and it chops into Chandler's door and into his door, and he actually cuts Chandler's door in half. <laughs> Almost hurts him with the the screw. screwdriver. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And the floors, I mean, I yeah. I noticed the floors were pretty white anyways. I mean, granted, I don't have the best vision. I need glasses mm-hmm. to drive or to watch the TV. But from what I saw, the floor was already really white. So I don't know, like, what he was talking about when saying it's not. Yeah. Well, they don't really show too much of it either. Yeah. So. Why was he wearing those pants? I don't know. I mean, I would imagine if you're like building stuff, you don't want tight pants. 
Because no. you want to like be able to move. So I don't. Yeah. Was that the style then too, though? Like, like no, Levi no, jeans. Like, remember? Yeah, but like yeah. when when you're working, like the Levi's is the Levi's. Like, I just wonder like, are they like when he was younger and thinner? Yeah, he said they were his work pants. I think he said maybe. Yeah. So my uncle loves. Um, my uncle's very handy. He pretty much has built every house that he has lived in except for like two wow. or three. Mm-hmm. And so my aunt says that he wears the same clothes every time when he does like handiwork. Those are uh-huh. like his pants. They're old. They have paint stains all over them, but maybe, maybe it's a thing. Maybe people that's have true. their specific pants they like to wear when they do something. Mm-hmm. I think that's true. I think men do have their like, you know, handy pants, you know, pants you're going to paint in or, or whatever, but Joey clearly needs to size up. Him up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he needs yeah. to size up. It's funny. Uh, what did you guys think of uh, Frank Jr. visiting Phoebe? Hilarious. I oh, loved wow. it. It was like the perfect example of conversations gone wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like they're both so awkward. And so it's, it's Phoebe because Phoebe's kind of like floopy and so is Frank and Junior. And so I think it's like a, a, a their personalities, you know, they're very the buffets, you know. Yeah, I just think it's hilarious. I loved it. Like every little part, like he likes melting things. And she's like, oh, it's like art. He's like, yeah, you can melt art too. (laughs) And then he like, it's just like, oh, they talk about their birthdays. It's just all, yeah. Like a bad first date almost. Yeah, yeah. And Giovanni Ruiz, he does a good job. Like, and they both do a good job with each other and like making it awkward. And then he thinks like Phoebe is, you know, one of those massage parlors. And I just laugh because he, he thinks like the city is so different than where he's from, you know, and it's just hilarious. I just like both of them together. Yeah. She's built this, you know, you got to love Phoebe because it's part of her naivete that she has no family except for her grandmother. So she's idealized this whole idea, mm-hmm. this whole notion of having a family. And then, of course, it's not what. Yeah. He's just this weird kid from the suburbs <laughs> yeah. who thinks the city is all exotic and uh, you know interesting and, and crazy. Yeah. And I love that he has the notion that she's one of those massage <laughs> part yeah. of the world. Yeah. I mean, like, that's true. Like, Jackie, what did you think? Because you lived in a small town when you moved yeah. to L.A. What did you think? So, Well, actually, so when I was growing up, what we called the city was San Francisco because we lived about an hour and a half east of it in the Central Valley. But always, like, everybody that would talk about going city, oh, it's so dirty. It's like there's a lot of homeless. But I would always be like, I would look at it like I'd get stars in my eyes. I'm like, it's the city. You know, it's so much possibility. And that's the way I always thought of the city. I never thought of it as, like, sexy. I just always thought just because there's so much to do there you never get bored. And that was part of the motivation of me moving to Southern California. It's like, there's so much to do down here, never get bored. So I get where he's coming from as far as like how he looks at the city from a like suburb. Cause that was how I looked at it too, but not in a sexual way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like uh, I'm going to look at a hooker like in, in a picture of a hooker. I'm like, what? <laughs> but I think it's so funny too, that you mentioned that hooker part, because it's funny when, um, He's like, oh, you know, we're not all, all hookers. And then her brother goes, when I tell my friends, they will be. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It's like you have tales from the city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, but they do have like, a, you know, nice connection at the end or, you know, when 
she brings him to his job and stuff. And and then you see it develop. Again, this is the very beginning. You're going to see Frank Jr. throughout the whole entire series. So it's just the beginning. I thought it was sweet at the end how they finally talk. And then the the conversation they're having, and then that's she says that's her favorite part. So mm-hmm. yeah, the sweetness of Phoebe is never ending. Yeah, yeah. She's Phoebe's out. always a giver. <laughs> she is. <laughs> always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have any other favorite lines from this episode that we haven't discussed? No, I mean, just my favorite moments were what the conversations between Frank yeah. Jr. and Phoebe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like when he, when she, Phoebe offers Frank um, to go with her to the massage parlor, she goes, "What are big sisters for?" And he says, "I don't think this." Laughs and covers his mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> he thinks he's going to go to a massage parlor with quotes. <laughs> but I just like that whole interaction with the whole highlight of Frank yeah. and Junior and Phoebe. Looking forward to see where that relationship goes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For sure. All right, coming up with the next episode of Friends with Friends, we go back in time and secrets are revealed. Lots yes. to talk about. Yes, it's a flashback episode. I'm excited to get your point of views on it, Vanessa, see what you think of it. Oh. What could have, what should have been. <laughs> Ooh, my analysis. Yeah. Yes. Uh, if you like this episode, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating and leave nice comments. Yes, and follow us at Friends with Friends Podcast on Instagram. See ya. Bye. Bye.